Leave it up to the Nesiva Shalom to take something like the nine days and Tisha B'Av and Churban and infuse it with tremendous chizuk and lessons, practical lessons. Chazal say, Shayalam Medarshim Behilchas HaMoyed, which means that before we come to any kind of a festival, any kind of anything in our calendar, in advance we're supposed to go ahead and and think about it. And this includes that we need to think about deeply what is going on in this tkufa, in this event, in this time, and what is the eternal lesson? What is the eternal lesson of everything that we go through? This is a big theme in Asiva Shalom. He says that we never, ever celebrate anything from the past. And everybody says, what? What do you mean? Everything we're celebrating. Pesach happened thousands of years ago. Shavuos happened thousands of years ago. Hanukkah, Purim, everything. We don't celebrate anything that's only based on the past and has no relevance to us today. And he explains that in the year, there are days of the year that are set up, that Hashem created in this circle. He created certain days that are mesugal, that are set up, pre-set up for salvation. And when we're saved on those days, and we realize that every year those are days for that type of salvation, that's why we celebrate it. So Hanukkah, they waited, and Hanukkah and Purim, they waited till the next Shana Haba, Lashana Acheres Kavum. Why? He says, because they, they put their ear to the ground, so to speak, to see, was this a, a, a Chad Pa'ami, a one-time miracle? There were many miracles. There was a time that, that the whole army got destroyed by, by stones from heaven. We don't celebrate miracles. We don't celebrate Zechreinus based on the past. And we don't cry over spilled milk. Because if we did, if we cried over spilled blood, we'd be crying every day. So on this derech of understanding, we need to understand what is the concept of Avelus on a Churban, the whole concept of the... And Tishabav, all the Chagamamayda are supposed to be eternal. What is the tafkid of these days to sit and cry about something that happened thousands of years ago? We don't do that. Certainly, it's not what we, what Pashat Pshat is, what it seems to be that we're crying that we used to have a home and we don't have it anymore. And that's like, what? We all grew up Jewish, right? We all grew up from, ask any from person, why are you crying? We used to have a home and we don't have it anymore. He says, for sure that can't We do not just protect sad and bad and terrible memories if they're not bound to, to the present and to the future. So the first thing we learn is we are not crying over the Chorba Mesa Migdash over a story of 2,000 years ago. It's already a Chiddush. So he's going to explain what is the Mashmois of Avelus on the Mesa Migdash. What are we really doing when we sit down on Tisha B'av? Again, we're not crying that we used to have a home and the home burnt down. No. We are saying that we are not at peace with the fact that this home was destroyed, and we have a chuka, we have a desire, libinyanai, that it should be built. That Klal Yisrael gets together at this time and says, we are not for one second okay with the fact that the Beis HaMikdash is destroyed. 
It's not that it, that we're remembering the house burned down 2,000 years ago. We're coming together for our anniversary. No. We've never gotten over it. The same way that the minute after the Chorban Beis HaMikdash, the, the day after, the month after, nothing changed. We are constantly thinking about it on our heart. We are mishtaikik, we are desire, yearning, and waiting. And this is what it says from the, from The worst possible thing is when somebody is mashlim with the matziv the way that it is. When a person is in a situation and they make peace with it, they can never grow. Right? What does it say? Dave Ramsey says, change comes. Change comes when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. If a person in any situation finally is sick and tired of getting sick and tired, they can go on a diet, they can grow in midos, they can change their life. Whatever need, whatever change needs to happen needs to have such a depth. I, I'm not happy with life the way that it is. The worst thing is when someone's at peace with their situation because then they never change. The worst thing is when a Jew is mashlim, that a, that a Jew feels at peace, that it's okay and we can continue life without a Beis HaMikdash. He says there's nothing worse than that. That for one second we shouldn't get together, we shouldn't think that, okay, now we used to have a Beis HaMikdash, it's okay, we can live without it. Three times a day, we're mavakesh b'tfilah, v'liyushalayim ircha berachmim tashuv. What are we supposed to do when we say those words? It's not lip service. We're supposed to awaken in our heart a chuka, a desire for the binyan Yushalayim and the Beis HaMikdash. And especially in the Musaf of Shalash Regalim, Toicham Ratzof Eshtaykikos Ilois L'Binyan Beis HaMikdash. If you look at the words, right, in the Musaf of, of, of Yamam Deira, of, of uh, Shalash Regalim, the whole thing, the whole thing is about shtoikikus that we, that especially in the Shalash Ugalim, which we realize what would have happened, that those were the three times a year that we went up to the base of Mikdash, and we're missing it so much, and it brings out such a shtoikikus, and he says, hashtoikikus hazois, he bibchina shel karbonus. In the time of the base of Migdash, we brought a carbon. We brought an animal, a sacrifice. Now we don't have that. It's our inner desire. That is our sacrifice, our sacrificial lamb, our sacrifices that we have. Our carbonus is our desire, our chuka. And it says from the base of Ram, ki agaguim ledavar hem the yearning for something is even greater than the thing itself. So then we had karbanis. Now we don't have karbanis. But our yearning, if we yearn, and we have a desire to bring karbanis, could even be greater than the actual karbanis. So through these gagum that we have, especially at this time, that we are, we, we, we are, are yearning, desperately yearning, who raises binyan beis hamigdash? That is the beginning of the binyan beis hamigdash. Asher nivnemikayecha shdaykikus. It's built from 
the koyach, the power, the energy of our yearning. Through our being in Golos and yearning for a Beis HaMikdash, that is the beginning of the building. If we would all not care and move on, there would be no way that it would be rebuilt. So what is rebuilding the Beis HaMikdash? Our yearning for it. We are pulling down the Binyan Beis HaMikdash through our desire that we want it, and we're not ready to live without it. When we are dwelling, immersed in our mind, in the tachlis of the bitterness on the fact that the oil that used to be in the Beis HaMikdash is gone, and we feel this tremendous hishtaykikus Hashem, we want to see the Beis HaMikdash, harizeh misayeh You're helping build the Beis HaMikdash. And especially in these three weeks, Bein HaMetzarim, that in these, this is the time that we awaken, every single Jew awakens b'yoyser, especially, even more, the chuka for the Binyan Beis HaMikdash. Ba'al Kain, listen to this, therefore... Tkufa zu, this, Tkufa, how do you say Tkufa? This time, time period, he be'etzem Tkufa's haschala shel binyin beis hamikdash. This is the, the three weeks is the time that we are the most focused and aware and yearning. So this is the time of the year that is haschala of the binyin beis hamikdash. Such a twist. Because we're not just crying, oh yeah, I don't have it anymore. We're saying, we don't have it anymore. We're not at peace with it. Please give it to us. We need it so desperately. And the yearning is the building. The yearning is creating that, that we should be zaycha for the building. So it comes out that this is the time period of the year of starting to be zaycha to rebuild the Beis HaMikdash. Again, his words are, va'alkein. Like, how do you look at these three three weeks? We look at it like, oh, this is depressing. He says, no, this is fire. This is amazing. We're now going to focus more than ever on what we're missing. And therefore, we're going to be zaycha that it should be built. This is the tkufa for the binyan beis hamikdash. So it's especially important that that we have a mitzvah on our heart. That we're mechuyiv always to be mechazek ourselves and to awaken within ourselves the tzipia, the tzima'in, the thirst and the yearning, the wait, waiting, the wanting for bias hamashiach and binyan beis hamikdash, and especially on the highest day of the culmination of this time, which is Tishabav. It starts in the three weeks, and it has, and then we have the nine days. The nine days is not pshat. Oh, I can't eat meat. Oh yeah, I have to find the seum. Oh yeah, I can't shower. It's it's tightening up the feeling in our hearts that oh yeah, I don't have a base of migdash. Oh yeah, I need a base of migdash. Oh yeah, I want a base of migdash. And the more intense that it gets, the more that is creating that it will be built. And the highest level of this whole yearning, the highest level of the yearning, is Tishabav. The more that a Jew raises up his internal 
and gaguim, his desire and his yearning within himself, Nobody can do this for you. It's not even a, what, what people see on the outside. It's the whole point of, of these weeks was that we should get it in our bones to remember that we're missing something that we need. And therefore, we have to work on that inside. And two people could be saying, and one person's gaguim level could be 12, and the other one could be 80. So the whole purpose of this is to raise our entire national gaguim level to the highest possible, and then we'll be zoichet to the Beis HaMikdash. Like it says, Mizmar L'David, Yehuda. He sat, had a Mizmar as a song, of David, when he was in Midbar Yehuda, he said, Samalachanafshi, my soul thirsts for you. It's amazing, right? Samalachanafshi, my soul thirsts. It's at least important once, once in our lifetime that we should feel what we're really missing, you know, to get past all the tsaris and problems and, and busyness, to feel Samalachanafshi, my soul is thirsty for you. Kamalachabasari, my flesh yearns for you. So he says, and Siva Shalom says, you know why? Because where was this said? When he wasn't in, by the base in Yerushalayim. Where he was in Midbar Yehuda. Kasha ha Yudavid be Midbar Yehuda. Rachok mi beisa migdash. V'lehoyeloy ur elakus sheheir be beisa migdash. When he was far away, Sha'av, he drew. His chios came from what? Tzamalachanafshi. Kamalachabasari. When you're in the Beis HaMikdash, right, then you have the Beis HaMikdash. But what do you do? Where do you get kaiches from when you're away from the Beis HaMikdash, when you don't have it? You get filled with kaiches and connection from the yearning and the desire, from the thirst. A Yid who lives in the Beis HaMikdash is living with Hashem. A Yid who lives thirsty for the Beis HaMikdash is living with Hashem. He's living connected to Hashem because he's thirsty and he's desiring to be close to Hashem. That's the whole Indian of Avelis. Again, we have to reframe our minds because we missed the boat. The, the point of the Avelis, of the concept and the crying of why we are not showering and not eating meat and toning down stuff, not listening to music, not making parties, and the crying, what is it? It's focusing our energy and our mindset to have and gaguim, yearning, intense internal yearning, to the tremendous revelation of the light of Hashem. That used to be there when the Beis Hamikdash was was Kayum. When we had the Beis Hamikdash, we saw miracles. We were we were like in a different planet. We brought Karbanis. We had Kehanim. We had Levim. It was like a whole unbelievable way to live our lives. He brings down in a different place such a, a powerful idea about a, a king that had a son, and the son was bad, like all these Mishalim, right? And the son had to go, be sent away. And after 10 years, the assistant of the king happens to be lost somewhere. He ends up in some kind of a place. He ends up in a, in a, in a, whatever. And, and he finds the king's son. And he sees this prince, who should be worth billions of dollars. He sees the way he's living in a, in a hovel. He's living in a hut. And there's holes in the wall. 
and there's and this dripping in the ceiling, there's water coming down, and and you can't believe this is the prince's son. He's talking to him, and he's you know saying, "Remember me? I, I, I went, yeah, sure, I remember you from the palace. What's doing?" After they finish meeting, so he asks the prince. He says, "I'm going back to your father. Is there anything that I should ask him that you need? Do you need anything? Any message?" So he tells him, yeah, could you please ask him to send me a new pair of socks? My socks are ripped. And the guy burst out crying. He said, why don't you ask him to bring you home? Why don't you ask him to bring you home? Why are you asking what you need while you're in Gullus? And this is really so powerful because the whole year we ask Hashem for things that we need in Gullus. But this is the time of year where we stop asking for what we need in Galos and we ask, please bring us home. That's the hishtaikikos and the gaguim that we, we want this. And that is what builds the Beis HaMikdash. Because of Bishari Avoidal Rebbeinu Yoyna, Rebbeinu Yoyna says, Shebe'eis, when the bias was Bibinyane, when the Beis HaMikdash was, was, was there, Hoysesham Bechol Eis Bechinis Maimed Har Sinai. Ben Yoni says it was always like like a bechina, a concept of of a kind of Har Sinai. The dargis hanavua ulumalo mizu. There was open nevua. V'yeshlohoisiv bezeh. It says from the Ramach. It says in the pasuk. This is one of my favorite nesiv shalom's. It says in the pasuk that when Basia opened up the, the the little baby thing, the basket, the tevis the tevis uh, Moshe. She sees, and it's a narboicha. She's a, a, a kid is crying. And she says, She sees the cry. She says, This is a Jewish baby. Pashib Shad is maybe there was an R. Maybe she checked for a bris, right? I, I learned this with some home sweet home guys. They said no, because he was saying, Oh, is it hot in here? Oh, yeah, my tasty. She's scratching. It's a Jewish baby. He says, see, he brings down, the Siva Shalom brings down. And from the Narboiche, she says, From the crying, she was able to be marker from the cry that it's a Jewish kid. She's able to see that this kid is crying a cry of hope and not a cry of despair. despair. A Yiddish cry is never over the past. We never cry over spilled milk. We cry over tikva, over hope, over gagum of what we need, over yearning to see Hashem face to face, to have the Beis HaMikdash back. We don't cry just over what happened in the past. When a Jew cries on the Churban Beis HaMikdash, Hari Zebechiyah Shel Tikva, it has to be a Bechi of Tikva, of hope. Shemiroyev Gagua Vuchukaisav Lebeis HaMikdash Shubaycha. He's crying out of his tremendous yearning for the Beis HaMikdash. Habechiyah He Shel Tikva, Bechi Shel Gaguin Vichuka Laasad Lavoy, Veloyal Ha'avar. Totally reframing the, our attitude towards the three weeks and towards the nine days towards Tishabav. A lot of times we have Yom Tovim that, that beforehand you just jump in, you have a Yontif. 
But sometimes the Aviantif that needs three weeks, we need preparation because we have to prepare our mindset for that moment, for that day of Tishabav, not to be wasted. The focus is to have gaguim, to have a yearning and a desire and a cry of tikva, of hope, that we're going to get rescued. And that's what it says in Arachayim HaKadosh. Shemuter lifkois b'Shabbos, kivin shebchiyah shel Yehudi, eino itzar ala'ovar, elagaguim v'tikva la'asid. Stamazah, you can't cry on Shabbos, but that's if you're crying over the past. But if you're crying of a bechi, of tikva, of hope, of yearning, I can't wait for Mashiach to come. We can't wait for the Beis HaMikdash to be here. Then you could even cry in on Shabbos also. This is phenomenal. We all know if you look on um, if you look on on, on Musaf of Rishchaydish, you'll see that there's it's Yud Beis Tzurufe Oisius. Every month has Yud Kevavke. There's four right times four letters, and they're scrambled. And each one has a different pasuk that it applies to. So there's yud kei vav kei, hey vav kei, yud, hey hey vav yud, yud hey vav, all of that. There's 12 different ways of scrambling yud kei vav kei. Combination. Thank you. But the tzir of, of chaydish av is hey vav yud hey, and it comes from the pasuk haskei sushma Yisrael, listen up, hayoyim hazeh niyesa la'am. On this day you became a nation. That's the wrong Pasuk. What does it do with Tishabah? This is not the day we became a nation. This is the day that we were destroyed. But now we can understand, like we said before, Tishabah who yoim binyan. We are getting the shovels out. This emotional shovels that we're having to build this base of English, which is not built by our hand with brick and mortar. It's going to come down with fire. and But the shovel for it is our gaguim. Tisha B'Av is the highest day of the year of building the Beis HaMikdash. The Avelis and the Bechia of the crying of Yisrael B'Yayim Zeh Al-Binyan Beis HaMikdash Hume Oilam HaBinyan It's coming not from the Oilam HaChurban It's coming over the Oilam HaBinyan Umidumois Elu from our tears, from these tears of gaguim, from binyan, Nivne Beis Hamikdash. We are building the Beis Hamikdash. Umemela Dafka. And that's why specifically the Tsirufe Isis of Chaydish Av is Hayoyim Hazen Nihyesalaam. This is the day that we are becoming a nation. Shabai Hailikh Vin Nivne Am Yisrael Mechadash. Because this is the day, Tishabav is the day that we are beginning to rebuild Klal Yisrael Mechadosh. Mavur Nami now he explains even better. Why would you call Tishabav a Mayed? Tishabav is a destruction. The answer is it happens to be true that that's the day of destruction, but we're turning it into a Mayed, a festival, because we are crying with Gaguim that are going to build the Beis Hamikdash. It's a day of Binyan. It's Karalai Mayed. And Sefer Ari Yisrael it says in the name of the Medrash, there was no Mayed. There will never be a Mayed, a festival, like the day the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed. What does that mean? You know what it means? Kiyoyim Zeh, this day of Tishabav, who Yisoyed HaYisoyedis Lebinyan Beis HaMikdash, Ulebinyan Am Yisrael. This is the foundation. 
What's Yisoid HaYisoidus? The foundation of the foundation. This is the kernel. This is the beginning of the binyan Beis Hamikdash and the binyan of Am Yisrael. Ki Avelus Hayoyim Hazeh Matzmicha Umamshicha Es Hagu'ula. The crying on this day, the Avelus on Tishabav, is forward thinking. It's planting. It's Mamshich de Gu'ula. And therefore, the crying over the Beis HaMikdash is not the crying on the destruction. It's a crying of hope, a crying of building. That we are now going to build the next Beis HaMikdash. And now we can understand what it says in Chazal. I love the way it ties together all these random Chazals. It all makes so much sense now. Sheboi b'yoyim, shechar of Beis HaMikdash, on that day that the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed on Tishabav, Noilad Menachem, which is Mashiach. What is, what is that? Why of all the days of the year, on that day has to be the birth of Mashiach? Why not Simchas Torah? Why not any other day? Why dafka on this day? You know why? Because of our gaguim, not the crying that we think it is over the Khurban, but our gaguim as a klau, our mass gaguim of yearning for Mashiach to come, that is the impetus that makes Hashem say, okay, Let's get it going. And therefore, we need Mashiach. So let Mashiach be born. That's when it happens. What is the, what is the connection? Because which is the day? Ask anybody a question. What is the day of the year that we, as a Klal Yisrael, all of us together, have the highest chukah for the Binyam Besam Migdash? Tishabav. That's why we are Zoycha on that day. Al Yideya Chuka Hazois, Heim Matzmichim as Karen HaYeshua. We should be Zoycha to understand this. Now, to me, when I learned this piece of Nasiv Shalom, it totally changes everything about the day. First of all, it's less depressing. Yes, there was a destruction, and we could be depressed about it. We could think about the Holocaust. It's very depressing. But that's not the purpose of the day. The purpose of the day is to recognize what we lost and to spend one day a year, and again, it gets tighter and tighter and tighter. It's three weeks, right? Then nine days, and and then that one day that we all say, wow, we're not going to focus on any of our tsaris. We're not going to think about anything else. Because you know what? If we all cry one day about wanting the Beis HaMikdash, all of the other problems go away. A whole year, one person is crying over this tzara, and this one needs refu, and this one needs yeshu, and this one needs nachas, and this one needs kids, and this one wants less kids, and this one, everybody has has their issues, and shalom bayis problems, and then this everybody's crying. But we're all crying because we're in Galus. But this is a national day of mourning, but I would say it's a national day of of begging Hashem, of focusing that we, we really need the base of Megdash to come, and if we put all of our crying and tears into that, all of our problems are going to get solved. We should be zaycha to see the Yeshua Bukhar of Mamish, B'meher of Yimeinu, Amen.